You're listening to the Become Inspired podcast. Advice, tips, and strategies for job seekers in the creative, media, and digital industries. And now for your host, Become Recruitment. So welcome back to another episode of the Become Inspired podcast. So thrilled to have you here and I have a very special co-host this week. I have Danny State from our digital tech team. (laughs) How are you doing, Danny? Yeah, very well, thank you. How are you? Yeah, I'm very well. Um, So did you want to just tell us a little bit about what we're exploring in this episode? Yeah, so today's just to kind of demystify what UX UI is and also the different kind of areas within that and specializations and job roles that are out there. Because it is quite a big um, and to a relatively new compared to some other roles that have been around for a while. Um, So I think it can help people to kind of understand what the roles are and where the skills fit. Because there can be a bit of confusion around that as well. Yeah, it's kind of with the rise of digital, it's kind of come to the forefront and and new roles have been created. Yeah. And who would you say would benefit most from listening to this episode? Um, if you have an interest in UX UI, if you've, you're doing, you're a UX designer or you're a UI designer or you have, you're interested in getting into the field, yep. but you maybe just don't know where you fit in the market, or if you just want a little bit more clarification on what it is. So if you work with a UX designer, but maybe just don't understand what they do. Okay. Yep. And I think, um, so it really, we're saying it could be people that are newbies who are looking to kind of explore that, but also people that be, could be looking to upskill and yep. kind of um, explore different areas and get more involved in these newer roles. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think we will be, it will be kind of surface level to a certain degree. We're going to be covering the basics and, you know, we might be teaching our granny how to suck eggs as they say um but i think it's important that we do cover the basics because some people do kind of struggle to understand where they fit you know you might get a digital designer or somebody that's been a graphic designer um progressed to digital design who's doing a little bit of ux but they they might struggle to kind of understand where they fit in the bigger picture so um I think probably the best place to start is just for me to hand over to you, Danny, just to give us a bit of an overview of the whole process. So I think it would help to start with UX design, as I feel like this kind of encompasses everything. Mm -hmm. So UX stands for user experience. So basically just the experience that the user or customer has with the product, whether that's a website, an app, any form of digital product. Um, So I think it's best to see UX design as a spectrum. So within that spectrum, you know, comes UI. So that's user interface. Um, And as well as kind of visual design, service design, UX research, 
um, there's all these kind of different areas. So mm. there's there's a lot to cover, isn't there? Yeah. It's, it's a huge, and I think what's quite quite interesting is just the the change over the years. Certainly that I've seen since I've been here. You know, digital was always kind of the afterthought. They would have an above the line campaign or a print campaign, and then do a digital banner, and that was digital. Whereas now it's this whole massive industry because you know so many of us every brand we interact has a digital presence and it's important that we're we're going through that right path through the app or the website or or whatever and having that good experience yeah we're very much an experiential economy now so it's more about the experience that you have with a product Mm. than maybe the product itself as much as the product needs to be good you very much remember the experience that you have with that product and Mm. that's why it's so crucial um such a crucial part of the process now in most businesses and most businesses are realizing that so So it almost becomes a a kind of brand experience as well really isn't it yeah definitely part of it so i think maybe if i start by kind of explaining what a UX researcher does mm-hmm. as that's the kind of beginning of the UX process I would say that's probably the first stage mm-hmm. um, so a re- UX researcher it, it just in- they would just encompass a variety of research methods um, that's probably the one part of UX design that's new that's not new mm. it's something that's been around market research qualitative quantitative research mm. it's it's always been around um so it's just th- that that's the kind of first part of the process validating what the users want what the problems are through kind of different research methods right so all those so it's kind of applying those traditional methodologies to the digital Ex- area now the exactly. digital the digital field. design yeah. process yeah um, because I think you're talking there about kind of solving the problem. I think that's where people have realized now it, it has to be about the customer. It has to be about the problem. Yeah. And is there a problem at all? So, yeah. they, But they also get to that, and correct me if I'm wrong, but they get to that through the kind of hard facts, like through the research, through the data yeah. and uh, and all the analysis exactly. of that. What, what do customers actually want? What do they need? And they can test it all as well now. Yeah. I think that's what's that, that one of the um, beauties of digital. You can you can just yeah. make a little tweak and test it, and and you can see those changes straight away. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, yeah, UX research a UX researcher would be the kind of first stage. However, there are overlaps with UX design. Um, they can work together, or there will be elements of research that a UX designer does depending on the size and you know um, capacity of the company depending on their budget so you might have a separate team or it could be kind of the the UX designer is expected to do the research as well exactly it would just be the level of research that they do so obviously there's different types so it's whether they do competitor analysis as part of their research if, if that's all that the company and the, the project can can manage in terms of their budget mm-hmm. okay. so yeah um so a ux designer um so v- again just reiterate they very much focused on the experience for the user or the customer for the digital product um so finding out if 
the product is enjoyable to use and okay. finding out the needs of the user um, and also whether they align with the business needs as well. So always taking into consideration the business needs mm. as well. Um, certain parts of a UX designer's job could include information architecture. So sorting out what information needs to be mm-hmm. in the product and how you're going to go through that process. Uh, user personas, user testing, always testing, iterating, testing, iterating, and then wireframes. So there's typically no visual design mm. in a UX designer's role. Mm. So it's kind of taken us on that. They, they'll be kind of sorting out the journey that we would go through the app or through the website and yeah. where, we would, where we would end up and how we would get there. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think about it like the cogs okay. of a clock. So yeah. does it function? Is it doing what it needs to do? Is it, you know, is it enjoyable yep. to watch? And know? that can all be done before you even have a hint of what it's going to look like or what the, the design is. Is that right? Exactly. So, okay. yeah, I mean, look, it, especially in an agile environment, mm. you're constantly iterating on a product. So you might, you know, get to the UI stage and then find out that actually something's not working. So you need mm. to go back and there's that, you know that that circle of life almost of okay this isn't quite working let's take it back and let's move it forward Mm. with the user in mind so that so the whole thing could be kind of happening at the same time like they'll change a bit of the ui do more testing change the the, that could change the ux and so the the whole rather than getting to the end and thinking oh that's not working starting again it's kind of changing as you go yeah Yeah, so it's it's very it's it's not a linear process as such yeah and tell me a bit more about the user personas so that would be a ux designer yeah uh that can fall into a ux researcher researching personas um finding out who is using the product, um, who is using your website, um, and, and building a, a picture almost. So Susan, age 42, does right. this. So it's like the ideal customer avatar yeah. type. Um, and the different customers that are using it, yeah. yeah. Okay, but, but again, it, probably based on the research, the analytics, and, yeah. and all those sides side of things. But yeah. very much falling into UX designers' yeah. role as well. Okay. So that, that's that kind of overlap that you see them. Cool. Amazing. Um, Next then, natural progression to UI. Mm -hmm. So user interface. So this is purely for digital design. Um, Technically part of the user experience because the user interface is part of the user experience. Mm -hmm. Um, So it can be encompassed in a UX designer role, but it's just depending on the company and the setup and how how the organization is built. Mm. Um, but normally designing an interface for software, an app, a website, can even be a digital asset, so an EDM or something like that. So it's um, more the bit that we would see as yeah. the the user because uh, we don't always see the kind of back, the, the cogs, as you yeah. say, but <laughs> it's, the, it's the bit that we see, yeah? Exactly. It's the top layer of the entire experience. So not what's underneath. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the look, the feel, color, typography. It 
can include visual design. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say UI is part of visual design, mm-hmm. but it doesn't tend to include graphic design. Yeah, yeah, okay. Um, and I think what's interesting that I've found, you can get a real, we touched on it earlier, but you can get a real mix of these roles. Like yep. in one company, you could have somebody that's doing UX, UI, yep. and expected to do the research <laughs> as well. Yeah, the, um, the smaller companies will tend to have more broader roles. Mm-hmm. So you either won't dive as deep into each of the areas or maybe you'll have a longer time period because you're only working on one product. Mm -hmm. Whereas the bigger companies will tend to separate those roles out into a UX designer, a Mm. UI designer, or maybe even smaller than that. So you are just working on prototyping Mm. or you are just working on a specific part. So maybe user testing, Mm. something like that. And then when we're talking about these roles, um, so where would you typically find these types of positions? Yeah, um, look, I'd say most companies who have a digital presence are now incorporating some form of UX, UI into their business. Mm. Um, It's really, there's, a lot of evidence showing that this is really beneficial to mm. you know your business mm. as a whole mm-hmm. um so it it really depends um one thing i wanted to also just cover off quickly is product designers oh yeah because yep. i think that's important to understanding what roles you'll find at different companies uh-huh. so a product designer um I would say encompasses most of UX UI. Mm-hmm. Um, again, dependent on the business, the size of the business, um, but they will understand the constraints of technology, understand the users, you know, they're always designed with the users in mind, as well as have the business requirements always underpinning their decisions mm. so it, it's more of a management role or it can be more okay. of a management role yep so responsible for that whole kind of product and making sure that it gets delivered yeah exactly so kind of like uh, i guess if you're going like offline like a, a brand manager or a product manager even in an fmcg company or something like that but um, exactly very similar right. actually um and then you would tend to find them at smaller companies right. um, or startups often have a product designer. Mm-hmm. Now they can grow a team and have more you know, specialized designers underneath them, such as a UI designer helping them build this product. Mm-hmm. But they will really have an understanding of the whole product. And when we're talking about a product, so again, that could be an app. It could be yeah. a website, could just be a microsite, um, yeah. any, 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 any kind of digital um, any product. Any digital presence, yeah? product, yeah. yeah. Okay. And so I think, yeah, what you're saying there as well, like we can find these roles in yep. startups, but agencies uh, could just even be your, any company, like a, a bank, yeah. insurance company yeah. could 
could have these roles. So it is quite, I think it can be quite broad and it's just about finding what suits you and what type of environment you're looking for. Yeah, and, and yeah, being aware of what skills you have Mm-hmm. And what skills you want to use as well. So if you are more specialized and you only enjoy, you know, the prototyping phase of a project, mm-hmm. you are probably more suited to being in a larger organization where mm. they have more specialist job roles available. Mm. Even some of the management consultancies are doing that now as well, yep. aren't they? Like Deloitte and Accenture and mm-hmm. places like that. Um, and if you're, you know, if people are listening to this and they're thinking, oh, you know, this is where I want to take my career, what would be your advice for people if they're looking to upskill? What what should they what should they be looking at? Look, there's a lot of courses that are available now. Mm-hmm. Um, here in Australia, we have a couple. So you've got General Assembly, Academy XI. There's mm-hmm. also a couple of short courses. I think it. Billy Blue and a couple of other places as well Mm -hmm. um, where you can upskill either on a full-time intensive or part-time basis and do a kind of crash course in UX UI Mm -hmm. um, which really help you to upskill especially if you have some sort of previous skill so either you have a an existing design background or maybe even a psychological de- mm. a psychology degree mm. and you're looking to go into that ux research working with digital products then those courses can be a really good way of upskilling yeah okay but it is it's really important to have that commercial experience as well isn't it i think to try and back back it up yeah um, because i think what we found like a year ago or something that had ux training mm-hmm. um they were like gold dust but there's these these courses like general assembly have been churning people out yeah um so there there's now it's a much more competitive market than it used to be would you agree definitely it's become more saturated um so you really need to have a point of difference or be willing to go into a junior role when you come out of that course yeah um be willing to start from the bottom that industry experience as you mentioned is is crucial yeah um and you know you'll pick things up on the on in the role really quickly and you will learn things in the job that you possibly couldn't have learned in a 10-week course yeah so it's important to get that um practical experience and put your hand up for things and ask for more ask for more involvement and just throw yourself into it and get Mm -hmm. to know the people around you that um, and when you're, you know, when people are kind of interviewing, what would be the, um, what would be your tips for them? What what can help them get hired? In UX design, and when I say that, I include UI and all the other, you know, specializations. Um, the key is your process. Mm. Um, understanding your process understanding and explaining your process as well Mm -hmm. explaining it so that you can say what you have done in the project as well as what the team have accomplished Mm. that's really important a good portfolio if you have design skills um, especially if you're on that more ui side of things Mm -hmm. a portfolio is 
absolutely key. Mm. And, and a good portfolio. So it's presenting that well yep. and being able to talk through, as you say, say that, that, that process, how you arrived at those decisions. It's not just about, and this goes for everybody, graphic design, everything. It's not just saying, oh, there's my first piece, there's my next piece. It's about, well, why does it look like that? What decisions did you make? What, what, how did you arrive at this? Yeah, exactly. That, I mean, that's the whole point about UX. It's it's not graphic design. Yeah, yeah. You, we don't, and hiring managers don't just want to see a finished product. They want to know what you did to get to that finished product mm-hmm. and how you how you interacted with the users and why you made those decisions. It's it's problem solving at the end of the day. So mm. you need to show how you solve that problem. Mm. And if they are not UI, if they're more UX or um, you know on the research side would you say it's still important to showcase like case studies and and things like that as well look as a as a ux researcher you don't get involved in anything visual really Mm. um so you won't have a portfolio Mm. so things like case studies can be really useful to showcase your work so you can showcase the product and maybe the the research that you've gone through, the user personas that you've come up with. Uh, yeah. If you're UX, maybe the the kind of wireframes and and the, those kind of things yeah. as well. Yeah. Yeah. If if you are in that UX design part of the spectrum, and maybe you haven't created the prototypes, you've only just gone up to the wireframing mm-hmm. part. Show your wireframes. Yeah. Show 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 the process. Your journey. Show your process. Yeah. Exactly. And show how you made a difference and influenced exactly. the, the outcome. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I think that's one thing as well. My biggest tip that I give to candidates, and it's something that clients have come back so much on, is candidates will show what the team did in their portfolio. Mm. And it's so important to highlight what you have brought to that process yep. and what your role was in that project. And again, that goes across the board, I think, yep. for any interview, but I think especially in this. And how about, um, just because I think that's given us a really great overview, but any final tips that you want to share? Anything else that people should know to help them get across the line? Um. I think soft skills are so important in this space. Mm-hmm. Having empathy as a UX, UI, whatever, whichever, wherever you fall, having empathy in this job role is really important. You'd think because you need to get under the customer's skin. So yeah. you need to be able to put yourself in their shoes and understand them yeah definitely and and stakeholder management at any point in a product process or whether you're creating a website a landing page an edm dealing and managing with stakeholders is a crucial part of your role so Mm. having that skill and being able to you know work with different areas of the business um and and manage expectations is is really really key Mm. okay Cool. Well, thank you so much, Danny. I think that's given us a really good kind of overview of the whole process and where people fit and what they can do to kind of help help get ahead. Thanks. With every episode, I always ask my co-host a few questions at the oh, end. Gee. You haven't had a chance to uh, prepare for these, so <laughs> I'm just going to... And, and you don't really get time to think about it, so you just have to fire off an answer. Um, right. So I'm going to say Topshop or New Look. 
I worked for Topshop for nearly eight years, so I'll say Topshop. Oh, I think you're going to say New Look <laughs> for that reason. So would you rather live in Antarctica or the Sahara? The Sahara. Oh, why? I get very cold. Oh, too hot. No, no, no. <laughs> um, would you rather be four foot four or seven foot seven? Four foot four. Absolutely. I'm always halfway there. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking you're nearly there. <laughs> but also just think you could sleep on a fly. You wouldn't really need to. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah that, that would be my reasoning for that. And what's your preference, Christmas Day or New Year's Eve? Oh, good question. I think a few years ago it would have been New Year's Eve, but now I like my dog and <laughs> home comfort, so probably Christmas Day. You're growing up. <laughs> That's cute. All right, well, thank you so much, Danny. Really appreciate you being here thank and um, appreciate all you guys listening. And we will see you in the next episode. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Become Inspired Podcast. For more information, head on over to www.becomerecruitment.com.